Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Cassidy. Just a quick update regarding this week's episode. Last week we mentioned that we would be covering the L House on today's episode, but unfortunately I've had a couple of family emergencies that have prevented me from being able to finalize this week's episode. So rather than leave you guys with nothing at all, Divs and I decided that we would post what we considered an archived episode. So this week's episode is going to be about the Percy Jackson TV series. It's a little bit shorter than our normal episodes and something a little bit different, but we thought it might be a better alternative than not posting anything or posting an unpolished version of our Owl House episode. So we hope you guys enjoy our discussion on the Percy Jackson TV series, and we'll be back with the Owl House as soon as possible. As always, we really do appreciate all the support and all the listens we get, so thank you guys so, so much, and we'll see you guys very soon. Thank you. everybody welcome back to the podcast glad to have you with us i'm cassidy and as always i'm joined by my lovely co-host Dibs. hey guys this week we are very excited because we're doing something a little bit different yes um we don't often do this on our podcast but for once we're talking about something that hasn't actually released yet yeah <laughs> but uh it's something we're both very excited for and um i think we've kind of alluded to in a couple of different episodes but um if it wasn't already obvious by the title we're talking about the percy jackson tv series and we are so excited for it we love the books oh my um, god probably an unhealthy amount (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um (laughs) <laughs> yeah we're, we're looking forward to talking about the tv series because it's so cool to finally get an adapt an adaptation that um i think the fans actually want <laughs> no oh yeah to the movies and the movie cast and crew no. but um they were uh not not the best adaptation let's put it that way could mm. they have been worse yeah but they also could have been a lot better mm-hmm. so um this the 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 TV series, I think, because Rick Riordan is involved and because it seems to be, I think, more in line with, I guess, the kind of general vibe of the books, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and but, we'll talk but, about that. Yeah, the TV series, I think, is something that more of us are looking forward to, probably more than the movies. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we're going to get into as much as there is to get into, but if um, you're not familiar with the books... We'll probably be discussing spoilers, so keep that in mind. Um, And if by any chance you've been trying to avoid Percy Jackson TV series spoilers, we'll probably be spoiling stuff about that too, so just keep that in mind. Uh, But yeah, not really much of a spoiler warning for this episode because, uh, I mean, the TV series hasn't aired. We don't even have a release date for it yet. Um, I think we just have like a release year or something. 2024, yeah. Right. So um, not a lot is known about this just yet. So not a ton to spoil, but if you've been trying to avoid anything and or if you haven't read the books and you're trying not to get spoiled, um, listener discretion is advised. (laughs) Absolutely. And if you've heard any of our podcast episodes that we did for the book series, at least Percy Jackson and the Olympians, you'll know, just like Cass said, that we love these books an unhealthy amount. Right? It, it's insane. But let's get into it, Cass, because 
this is a really good development because right from the very first book, there's so much going on, right? In the sense that when we were talking about the book, we had to split that into two parts, mainly because of all the events that were happening. So considering all that, it wouldn't it be, and I would say this of any book, to be honest, because books have a lot of content in them. It's kind of difficult to faithfully condense all that information into a two-hour movie. It's not that simple. So right. I think and I think and you and I have talked about this off recording and I know you agree that this kind of storytelling would benefit from a tv series rather than just a movie considering it gives them more time to explore these characters let's talk let's start with that because I think that's a major plus point that this thing has at this point what do you think yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one, like you said, and I think we've talked about it a couple of times, mm-hmm. both on the podcast and then off recording as well, oh, yeah. that mm-hmm. Percy Jackson as a series, and like you said too, with most series, I would say probably the majority of them, just given the length of them and like the, the scope of what, you know, they need to accomplish and in, in uh, adapt adapting it for like TV or, or even cinema or like film, whatever, it's, it's a big ask and it's TV, like there's pros and cons to both, but TV, mm. at least you have the benefit of probably a longer runtime unless you're doing like a limited TV series, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. You, you most likely are guaranteed a longer runtime compared to a movie. Um, oh and yeah. Then, you know, there's again, pros and cons TV shows, especially in today's age are, there's no guarantee you can finish them, which is, you know, unfortunate. Which is unfortunate. But, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But at least they have the time whereas movies you know it's like a set thing like there's a start and there's a finish and you're guaranteed not so much like an audience reaction but you're guaranteed like a A shot you're yeah like you can make your thing and you can put it out into the world and once it's out it's like you know it's it's kind of I guess part of it is like luck and all based Mm. on how the audience receives it Mm -hmm. but with tv series there's no guarantee that you can Put something out and be able to complete it so even percy jackson as popular as it is and even though it's disney who's like making it or producing it or whatever it's like under the disney umbrella mm-hmm. there's no guarantee that disney is going to green light it for all five don't books. you put that out <laughs> into the world Cass. i know but like that's the thing like i, I, know I would mean. absolutely love for it to be just like a long-running thing and i would love to be able to you know in like 10 years look back and say like wow they really pulled off this epic thing and like they were able to like make the entire series into a tv show and pull it off well and mm. all of that but i it's just i think we're at a point now where it's like is it gonna get to like are they gonna be able to complete the first book who knows because um but unfortunately it's such like a rapidly changing industry almost that it's like you don't really know what it's gonna be like and how like I mean things change so quickly so there's no guarantee as much as I would absolutely love for it to just be like a long-running thing and have like a bazillion seasons because Mm -hmm. I just absolutely adore the books Mm -hmm. um I I don't know that they'll be able to do that but I really really hope that they can make the show that they want to make and that you know it's as amazing as I think we're all hoping for it to be (laughs) absolutely no I definitely agree um there's one thing 
that you mentioned that I want to touch upon a little bit, right? Because sometimes you get a story which was which which wasn't even an adaptation that you got as a movie, but you were like, hey, this would benefit as a TV show because you needed more time with the characters. And I feel like that's how I felt when I watched the movies, especially after having read the books, right? Because there's so <laughs> much that they had to gloss over and so much that they omitted in the sense that they changed the core of the story too much for me to be like, oh my God, this is great. Um, At least that's what they did in the movies. And Rick, to his credit, has said that he's overseeing like a lot of the major aspects of this TV show, which I'm super happy about because the source material is very personal to him. He cares a lot about it. You can tell uh, from all the updates that he's been posting. Um, and, and and he he mentioned something really cool that there are some things that weren't in the books that we'll get to see here because... Um, all of the stuff that he wanted to explore but couldn't in the books, he can basically allude to in this show. What do you think of that? And what do you think those aspects are going to be? And what would you want to see? Oh, gosh, that I don't even know. But I think, I mean, like, that's the cool thing that, mm-hmm. you know, they're able to have him involved. And I I think in, when the movies were made, it wasn't really done I guess um, maybe there was some level of consent from him mm. and his team or, or whatever, mm-hmm. but it wasn't quite the same as the, the TV show. Cause the TV show, like he has like creative control over mm. to a certain extent, I think. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, he's offering his input and in all of that. And so I think there's, I mean, I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know what we're going to see that we didn't get a chance to see in the books, but I'm hoping it's more of like the camp activities and stuff because oh, yeah. the book was, it was all Percy's point of view, the first mm. series. So Absolutely. everything was where Percy was, like what he was experiencing and encountering and stuff like that. And any sort of tidbits we got about Camp Half-Blood was just kind of like- From you know, his secondhand. perspective. Yeah, yeah. I so, Oh my God, um, that's such a good point. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hoping we get to see more of Camp Half-Blood. And I have a feeling that we will just because it's such an integral part of like mm. the story. It's a huge, mm-hmm. you know, setting that they kind of, I think would be- crazy not to include but um I'm, I'm sure they thought about that and i'm sure that it's going to be in there but um yeah i mean the 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 movies i think they they took a lot of like creative liberties that i oh, don't know that's necessarily what paid off. um and yeah i mean i think the the biggest thing for the movies i think is just i think they went with the best cast they could find at the time mm-hmm. but the cast was not not that they were bad actors and actresses or whatever i think they did fine with what they were given but i think the story was not i don't want to i don't know how to put this and i don't mean to be rude by saying this but i don't think the story was meant for them in the sense percy's age was kind of an integral part of his story exactly or the movie and i think we we talked about this when we did the lightning thief podcast yeah. but i don't think aging him up for the movie did them any favors no and i think at a certain point they were kind of i think that the movie like directors and producers and all of that i think they were kind of just relying on a little bit of like nostalgia to yes. kind of carry the movie through mm-hmm. but it doesn't work because the the movie like you mentioned is 
it they had to condense so much to get it to fit that like 90 minute give or take runtime frame yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and like you end up sacrificing things that like did we need to see no would it have been nice to see yeah and it probably would have been cool to see them but i think just like just aging percy up um just it like the character just didn't help like it, no. it didn't do the movie any favors having said that logan lerman as percy i think he did the best with what he was given again and yeah. i think like you know if they had kept that sort of um like core cast and then just kept making movies i think that i think over time the movies would have gotten better would they have been great probably not because they were like the cast at that point was already so much older than the characters that they were playing it just it, it just didn't really make sense to keep them and again no disrespect to them or like the casting director or whoever oversaw this but yeah it just <laughs> didn't work no i you made a very good point when we were discussing this off recording that they would have been the perfect cast for heroes of olympus and i kind of agree yeah. with you on that you are absolutely right because here's the thing right and and this ties back to how this book was written in first person through percy's perspective and percy is a 12 year old when we meet him his perspective is incredibly sassy and incredibly 12 year oldish if you get my <laughs> meaning you know what i'm saying so it's yeah. just and again so much of the story hinges upon the age of these characters, right? Because the whole point of this was that these demigods or half-bloods don't get to live that long because of the fact that these monsters come after them and eventually find them. And it's not an easy thing to overcome. And mm -hmm. it literally says in the prophecy that a child of the old gods would turn 16 against all odds. That's what it says. Yeah, um, and it's just it doesn't make sense for them to omit that crucial part of the story because again that final choice that Percy makes on the last Olympian again guys spoilers because we told you we'd be discussing spoilers it builds up based off of his connection to Camp Half Blood his experiences with the other campers his experiences and encounters with the Greek pantheon of gods so <laughs> it's shaped by that the narrative is shaped by that so for you to just ignore all of that and say you know what we're going to condense all of this and make it so that Percy's always the good guy and of course he is I'm not saying he isn't but he has his moments of doubt in the books considering everything that he's seen and everything he's been through so let's talk about that yeah I mean I think like the the doubt I think is kind of still there no matter what um I will say though kind of playing devil's advocate and or trying to be <laughs> fair I think the movie had um a huge task anyway just because it was the first thing like the first adaptation of any of the percy jackson books that had come out i think there was always going to be comparisons oh but i think also sure. maybe at that time i mean again i i was not involved in it, obviously i don't know the specifics <laughs> and i don't know the reasons why certain decisions were made but i think mm. maybe they just went with certain things like aging percy up because they were limited by like not that necessarily the cast could control this but like the cast ages for example like they couldn't well, change their age it is what it is and like mm. i mean i'm assuming that like any movie they would have gone through multiple rounds of auditions and they would have picked the people that they assumed were best for the role and i think mm. like 
they kind of just had to use that as a starting point and they just had to go from there. Um, but yeah, I mean, Percy Jackson as a character and as a series too, like you said, it's, it's about a 12 year old boy and it's, it starts from the perspective of him as a 12 year old. And then over mm. time you get to see him like grow and mature and change and learn and all those exciting things. And so I think even if, I mean, I think if a movie had been, had been made with a cast that was more, age appropriate, age appropriate. <laughs> um i think it, it would have probably done a little bit better but i still think that any it would have movie that come out a little i know what you're saying well a, a little yeah because i feel mm -hmm. like the comparisons are always going to be there and i think the For tv sure. series too is still going to be compared but oh, i think yeah. we're all kind of oh we yeah have a lot of collective trauma about the movie so i think maybe some of us like me are probably willing to give the tv series a little bit more leniency <laughs> in terms of what they can get away with but also again not like no disrespect to like the movie cast or crew or no. whoever i'm sure they did their best but i i feel more comfortable knowing that the tv series is kind of in rick's hands and that he's involved in it um Heavily and he's got like some input yeah, yeah. so um and yeah that that part i think is, is nicer than just having a movie made and then just you know being like i mean i remember when the movies came out the first movie i didn't see in theaters i kind of just oh. saw after i got into the to mm -hmm. the series because I got into the series a little bit late mm -hmm. but the second movie came out when I was a lot older probably too old to be going to see it in theaters um yeah. but I went and I saw it anyway because it was the only Percy Jackson content that we had like outside oh, yeah. of the books like there was nothing else mm -hmm. um and I hadn't read like the graphic novels or anything and I hadn't mm -hmm. read um mm -hmm. any sort of like tie-in media that mm -hmm. wasn't directly like from Rick mm -hmm. um so the movie was really it and I know it didn't even have his stamp of approval but it was just kind of like one of those things where I feel like we were so starved for Percy Jackson content it was just like I don't care Grabby what hands. this is gonna be like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it and then to be fair I mean I don't know how other people felt about it but when they released trailers for the Sea of Monsters um I remember being like cautiously optimistic because they were doing scenes in the book that I thought for sure that they were gonna just like not show or just cut out because I'd already made so many changes like mm. huge changes like aging Percy up and then making it so that the prophecy like was effective when he turned 20 instead of 16 and things like that so um mm. I was fully expecting them to like cut like key scenes like them being swallowed by um or like navigating the sea of monsters and encountering like Scylla and Charybdis and things like that and uh, they they put that in there and it was to their credit in the trailers and the trailers made it seem like it was going to be Good. more epic than I think what the movie turned mm -hmm. out to be. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's a testament to their marketing team and their uh, I guess. The, the people who put that stuff together. <laughs> All right. So we talked about, uh, let's talk about the casting a little bit because I'm like super hyped to see this because I loved Walker Scobell in The Atom Project. He was amazing. And I feel like he'd bring the sass that is required for Percy's character. So awesome. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, Leah Jeffries and Aryan Samhadri, I haven't seen them in anything else. But I am looking forward to seeing them in this. Because, again, I want them to shine. They they seem like wonderful kids. And to me, they're babies. <laughs> and I want to protect them. <laughs> So such babies oh my god yeah. they're so little and it's like yeah. I mean I think it's just the, the younger the cast is for any project the older I feel especially if they're I know. me and these they're like little babies or so they much are than us. they're like um, little and it's just like fledglings at this point to be yeah, honest yeah, but 
I don't know there's just something like really like sweet about it too I don't know like obviously I don't know them I haven't seen anything that they were in Mm -hmm. um but it's just like the like the vibe that they give off Mm -hmm. and there's just something about like when you look at Walker and it's like yeah that kid is he can play Percy Jackson which to be fair I think like I mean, again, obviously Heroes of Olympus hasn't been made yet, but I think the movie cast, if they had been doing Heroes of Olympus at the time that they were cast, it would have like worked. Movie, I think it, 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 yeah, I mean, better. It would have worked maybe, better. That's what I would yeah. say. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, it's hard to say without like seeing a script or, you know, seeing them mm-hmm. do anything. But like, to be fair, I think like Logan Lerman pulled off Percy as best as he could. Um, he tried. And yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, given what he had, it, he did his best. Uh, so I know it's Aria Daddario, I think. Uh, full credit to her yeah, for trying I mean, to do I, what she could with the role. Yeah, especially like the first movie, because like the first movie, her Annabeth was different. There was some, yeah, there was some similarity to book Annabeth, but the movie version of Annabeth was also very different. Yeah. But like, I will say that like, it was nice to see that, like, even like the little things, like she dyed her hair blonde for like the second movie, which, which like is, she didn't have to do. Which is. Um, but shows commitment, so I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, if nothing else, like, I can appreciate that, and, like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I think she said, like, when they were doing press for, like, the second movie or something, I think she said, like, she, like, read all the books to, like, prepare for the role and stuff, so, like, that's, that should be stuff commitment. that, like, actors probably do anyway, but, yeah, I mean, especially with, like, a franchise this popular, you know, um, I, I respect that, um, yeah. and it's, yeah, it's, it's nice to see that, like, even though maybe they knew that they weren't the first choice for, like, fans, that they were still willing to do however little, even if it wasn't a lot, and, mm. you know, something minor, like, just changing their hair color for a few months, like, um, I think it, it helped, although <laughs> I don't know what it says that people complained about it enough that they felt the need to be like, okay, so for the second movie, could you dye your hair blonde? Well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just, like, I think we talked about this too when we did the podcast on the first book. The movie actually, um, they had some really good actors in the cast. It's yeah. just, I just, even with the core cast, it just felt like a lot of their talent was kind of wasted. Yeah. By, um, Not of a good enough script, script and, I would say. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I definitely but, agree with you there. Um, yeah, I mean the the new cast is like they're they're so cute, they're so tiny. <laughs> I love I just, them. I, I I do too, and it's like the, not that the movie cast didn't, you know, like wasn't nice or like didn't get along or whatever. I think it was part of the thing is it's a different age. I feel like social media was just starting to like really kind of become a big thing when the mm, movies came out, so there I wasn't agree. a lot of like. There was definitely like there wasn't like TikToks and Instagram and stuff or if it oh, was, God, no. was, it was yeah. like, very limited. But mm-hmm. I feel like now because social media is such a big thing and like kids especially are like much more tech savvy, at least much more tech savvy than I am. <laughs> um it's uh when I was at their like, when I was their age, yeah. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Oh. I mean, there there there's more stuff online like of that, like even just like behind the scenes stuff, which I always love to see. Like they just post stuff and I'm like, oh, this looks so wholesome and like they're so adorable and like they seem like they're all getting along and they're, they're like all of like, them hanging friends. out and, and, yeah. and, and, and then, calling Walker seaweed brain. And I'm like, oh <laughs> she said the thing. Yeah, <laughs> Alert. The thing. <laughs> Stop the presses. <laughs> Uh, but and, yeah no it's yeah. it's just it's really wholesome to see and also I think what's really cool is because um like because the movie cast mm-hmm. was 
much older and also you know the movies just kind of got shelved after a bit we mm. didn't get to see the progression of the cast and characters oh sure over yeah the years mm-hmm. whereas with this i mean walker and leah and arian are all well actually grover is a different character altogether so for arian this is not so much of an issue but walker and leah are a little bit older than percy and annabeth um when you know they were initially cast but they're still much closer in age to the characters that they're playing definitely was so i think you know even that like they can pull off 12 year olds certainly better than like logan lerman or alex dara could have pulled them off so i think it made sense that for the movies that they aged like the character or like they changed the ages required but for the tv series i think what's going to be really exciting is getting to kind of see them grow over the years oh god you know, we're able to see like the full series brought to life. Don't put that out. It has to be the full thing. Stop it. Stop I, I really it. want it to be. I really yeah. want it to be. Like, I, I will know. lose my mind when we get like confirmation that they're doing like through the last Olympian and then like they bring up like, the Heroes of Olympus. Like, I will oh, be God. over the moon. <laughs> Same. Speaking <laughs> it, of that, it's a huge commitment. So, I guess is, we'll have to is. wait and see if the, these guys are up to doing this like gig for like the next 20 years. <laughs> Agree. Speaking of that, we talked about stuff that Rick mentioned that there are some things that weren't in the books that will make up uh, that will show up in this in this adaptation, which is great. But what moments from the books are you looking forward to seeing on screen? Because there are a few. That we oh we can God. rave and rant about forever. So let's talk about it. There's so many. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the first that I would just love to see, mm-hmm. just from like the very first book, which is such a minor moment, which I don't even think would really even need to be in the TV series, but I would just love to see it brought to life, is like one of the first instances where Percy uses his powers. Oh, in yeah. The first where he, he makes the toilet water explode on Clarice. Um, I just think that would be it would be so funny. Um, I I don't know why. I just think like that was it was just a very like like Percy like, moment. It's a very yeah. Percy ish thing to do. Yeah, for yeah. lack of a better term, that's just so in character for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like there's that. There's obviously, of course, like Percy's first time seeing Annabeth, and I don't know how they would put mm-hmm. this in the TV series, but like in the books, he's like the way he describes it is like just seeing a princess, and like that was like the last thing he thought of before he just like passed out. <laughs> And then um, he just kind of like sees her like in bits and pieces when he comes like in and out of consciousness for a bit. Um, And then, I mean, like all the shippy moments. I mean, I'm just, (laughs) I love it and I hate them, but. I know. uh, And I mean that in like the nicest way, if such a thing is possible, but. um, I hate it. And it's dumb. I know. (laughs) Like when they get to the point where like they're able to bring in which I'm sure they're going to do. I feel like they have to do it. But like when they bring in characters like Nico and Bianca and like all these characters who are like not necessarily main characters, not quite side characters either because they do have a pretty big impact on the story. Mm. Um, I would love to see like Percy's first interaction with Nico where Nico is just like rapid fire, like just asking him questions. Like, is Annabeth your girlfriend? (laughs) Do you like her? Um, and then like Percy's internal monologue where he's just like at this point I was ready to stick this kid in a meat flavored sack and feed him to the wolves um, but yeah I mean just just so and many this things. is the reactions just... with Talia actually I'm very I'm looking yeah, forward that to too. that because I'm looking forward to see who they cast as Talia now at this point let's see um, 
let's talk about what are your fan favorite uh what not fan favorite what are you who would your who would your dream cast be for the olympian council oh god because i know we got the major ones we got hades we got zeus we got poseidon um yeah the others um, on the council oh gosh that's a good question well i mean i i think you and i have always said and screamed about um athena and having those oh, be athena oh, because her in odyssey please. just like it's it's just it's just waiting to happen somebody it please is. cast her oh my god um, she would be perfect if you want someone to intimidate percy she would be it that would be yeah it. get her just get her please it would be awesome alternately i don't know that many people would like this i don't know if anybody would but i just i have i feel like gal gadot but like the way she played diana in wonder woman i feel mm-hmm. like sometimes when she like especially in like the beginning of wonder woman when she mm-hmm. was more like naive well not so much naive. well partly that or that part of like that contributes to it but i think like that beginning portion of the movie where she's just like interrogating steve trevor Every time I watch that movie, there's just something about it that kind of reminds me of, like, Athena from the Percy Jackson <laughs> series. So, like, if we could just have her, but, like, just play that character, I think it would just work as Athena, I too. I still go with Melisanti. I'm sorry. I'm, um, I'm biased. No, no, no. I'm very biased. Melisanti, for sure. For sure. But, like, if for any reason they couldn't get her, I would take, Why like, would just, they? like, that one... Well, go on. Melisanti would be like, yeah, you know what? Let's do this thing. I, mean, I hope so. <laughs> At least I would hope so. I, I, I... Yeah, I would hope so, too. But crazy. obviously, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure she's booked and busy because God knows that woman is talented. And I'm oh sure... like I could talk about her but... forever. I, I'm sorry. I could talk about that woman forever and how she's her voice has made me fall in love with cassandra so much that i i i can't i, I can't i, I we, we'd basically run out of time if we did that but <laughs> um yeah she'd be my pick for athena i would have to say considering she's played athena in immortals phoenix rising so i yes. i want that i because she has that I feel like she would have that presence. That's just me. Uh, I, I'm I'm biased, but I feel like she would have that presence. Yeah, I actually am curious. Do you have anybody that you would like to um, play Hermes? Because I know I think we talked about this more off recording, Ooh. but Lin Manuel Miranda's Hermes. I think I mean, we've talked about it. it's kind of like a weird choice, right? It is like, not that he's a bad actor no. by any means, but like I like that's a very In- it's an like, interesting choice. I will have to say. Um, yeah, not. I wouldn't have put him down as Hermes if they'd given me just like a list of actors and had been like, these are the actors, these are the characters, match him. Like I would not yeah, have matched him to Hermes. You know what this feels Hermes. like? Uh, you know how we recently found out that Melissa McCarthy would be playing Ursula in The Little Mermaid. That's what this feels <laughs> like to me, because again, yeah. Melissa McCarthy is by no means a bad actor. She is amazing. <laughs> she is a performer, right? But. I but this is basically on me because I've mainly seen her in comedic roles. So for me to for, watch her play a villain like this is different. Mm-hmm. It's a risk. Yeah, I think that's yeah, how I feel so much, about Lynn at this point. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I agree. It's not so much I think that they can't do it. It's just I think especially yeah. with Melissa McCarthy, I don't know if it's you know down to her preference i don't know if mm. it's just like directors and casting directors yeah but i feel like for her specifically she's kind of been like 
I don't want to say shoehorned in, but to some extent for some of her stuff, I agree with you. She's kind of just been like put into that role of like comedic sort of character. Um, And I don't know if, if, I mean, part of it could be that like, that's what she likes to play. And if so, you know, kudos to her, but if it's a thing where, you know, she's actually, or if she feels like she's being like typecast too much, then somebody needs to fix that. Because Again, good for her. If she has, I'm pretty sure she has the range. I'm yet to watch The Little Mermaid and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, well, it's not out. <laughs> it's no, I'm looking forward to that in May. That's that's a, yeah. that's a ways away. So I'm looking into that. We'll see when that happens. But yeah, that's how yeah. it felt when I heard about Lin-Manuel Miranda playing Hermes. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's... It's definitely an interesting choice and not, again, like if you had given me a bunch of actors and said mash them to like Percy Jackson characters that they'd be playing, I would not have made that connection. And I don't think that it's not like he shouldn't be in the series or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I again, I'm not I think it's one of those things where I'll have to wait and see how it turns out before, you know, being too judgmental. Mm. But my initial reaction when I heard that news was like, huh, interesting. Same, not, exactly. Like, I was not, like, oh my god, what the hell? This is crazy, kind of thing. But it was like that with Lance Riddick and Toby Yes. Stevens. So let's talk about that, yes. because that's incredible. First of all, Toby Stevens being Dame Maggie Smith's son did not Shocker. know that until I recently. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah same, same, <laughs> Mind same. Blowing. Yeah, it's just like that little emoji. Already, like, you get brownie points for that. You get brownie points for that. Although, what does that make us, nepo baby supporters? I'm sorry, but I mean, no. I will say though that like because I, I'm I mean, biased I towards know. Dame Maggie Smith. Okay, she's amazing. She, she, I love her. She's amazing. Yeah, no, she, she's story. amazing. Uh, yeah. Um, Mm. yeah i mean i don't I don't know i'm just i have never i don't think i've ever seen toby stevens in anything i've seen um, him in die another day which was interesting don't get me wrong i don't, I don't know think. if i've seen that no but i'm just i'm just looking forward to like i mean I, I don't know how to describe this but i feel like they like poseidon is such a huge character because he he's so integral to like percy's he story is. i mean yeah he's percy's dad it's yeah. a huge ask and i feel like they could have kind of done this thing that like they could have just cast like an a-list celebrity not not that toby stevens isn't but like they could have just cast like a really really big name and then just kind of relied on that person's name to kind of carry this you know, thing yeah mm-hmm. which i appreciate that they kind of didn't or, or maybe mm-hmm. they did maybe people know toby stevens as maggie smith's son but i didn't know no that. i, I think like, they know him from guy? another tv show <laughs> which is really cool i haven't watched it i think black sales is what it's called I just like I just think it's cool that like they they kind of like they didn't like they could have I, I don't really know if this makes any sense because I can't do words right now apparently no I <laughs> know what like, you mean though I know what like they could have put say. somebody like really really big in their role like I don't know like the, this would never happen but as an example like George Clooney like they could have just put a huge name celebrity in the role as Poseidon because Poseidon is a huge deal and honestly now that I'm thinking about it George Clooney's Poseidon would be really cool um agree in a weird way yes i agree uh but like they they could have done that right like they could have just put some like super big like mega star in this role and they could have just been like well we don't need to worry about anything because their name alone will kind of carry this but they didn't and i appreciate them for that like you said i agree with you (laughs) so i'm looking forward to seeing what his version of poseidon is like because Mm -hmm. the movies did attempt it there wasn't a lot of time spent with the olympians 
Um, oh yeah, didn't they do Sean Bean as Zeus? Yes, he was Zeus in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't actually think the second movie had any Olympians in it. Which is weird, um, wouldn't you say? I mean, yes and no, because like the Sea of Monsters, there's not really... I mean, Dionysus was in it, so I guess it's not necessarily true. But um, like, it's just, I mean... Yeah, there's <laughs> there's not a lot of uh like even in the books like the, the Olympians weren't like playing a huge role. I in mean, yes, and monsters no. like behind oh, the scenes yeah. more. I would yeah. say it's not like the Titans Curse or even the Lightning Thief, where like part of it was Percy like literally interacting being with the in gods Olympus and, them. and interacting yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I absolutely. But, um, oh my but, yeah, god, Sean Bean was in in the movies mm. Zeus. <laughs> which yeah. was kind of funny um i it forget was. who was the, the guy who was um poseidon i want to say the name was like kevin or something i don't remember <laughs> sorry he, he, to be fair he kind of did give off a poseidon vibe if that makes any sense well, the, you know. the, the olympians had like such limited screen time in the first movie and really hades probably got more screen time and persephone uh because... oh god that don't remind me of that bit in that movie it was weird <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, Rosario Dawson. I feel bad for you, but I mean, you're getting your due now. To be Hades, so yeah. like it's yeah. I mean, the movies had some really like big name actors in the cast. It's just they made some weird choices, um, casting choices. I think mm-hmm. <laughs> with some of them because Steve Coogan is Hades. Not that he, it's not that he can't act as like you know Lord of the Underworld or whatever. It's just the way it was in the movies was just kind of like creepy. I don't know. Not not even creepy, just something that it just felt weird. Off. Yeah, it was just very um, like I don't know. And then that's I mean I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but that's kind of one of my I guess reservations about Lin Manuel Miranda as Hermes. It's not so much that he can't pull it off; it's just like it's a very it's not the first casting choice I would make for the role. Although to be fair, I don't even know who I would cast in the role. But I'm willing to at least like give him the benefit of the doubt, and you know I'll see how this all plays out before <laughs> I start screaming and say it's it's a bad choice. <laughs> no, I'm not. Again, that's why I'm not saying it's a bad choice. I'm just saying it's an interesting choice, and I want to see how it plays out for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And finally, let's talk about the teaser that we just got. That was incredible. Like as for a teaser, because you mentioned something about camp have blood and we saw bits of it in the in this teaser and <laughs> the fact that they start this with look i didn't want to be a half blood i was like <laughs> yeah no that was very exciting so i think mm-hmm. i mean again not to you know keep making the comparison and to keep kind of trashing the movies but the movies mm-hmm. made a lot of changes and uh, the cast, I think, did their best with what they could, given oh, the yeah. source material and given what the movie script was, but mm-hmm. um, it didn't, there were bits, you know, that, like, I think everybody wanted to see, and I think especially, like, that opening sort of um, dialogue in, in, in the book, I think, or maybe this was just me, I at least was hoping to kind of see that in the movie somehow, and then for the movies not to open up like that, which is, it, it didn't harm the movie in any way because I feel like no offense the script kind of did that but uh, um it just it was kind of just like an it didn't help the movie either yeah exactly yeah that's that's true but it was really cool to see in the teaser and it's like one of those things especially with like modern literature Mm. um I feel like 
there's not a lot of books where you can kind of just like say the first line and then get like that sort of like reaction from fans but i think this is definitely one of those series where you can absolutely just quote the first line of the book and then if you're a diehard percy jackson fan like we are <laughs> just have like that reaction um follow so yeah that was really cool to see it uh like the one post <laughs> i remember on tumblr that uh i saw as soon as this teaser teaser released teaser but uh, words uh teaser <laughs> released was uh bitches uh, bitches be going crazy uh, uh over eight words said in the trailer uh like their world ended it, that's me it's me i'm bitches like yeah okay yeah no accurate <laughs> very no, true that's totally true yeah because yeah i mean i don't know insane. i think again i think after the movies i think we were all just kind of as fans just going through like this collective like trauma of like wow those movies were not the greatest but mm-hmm. i mean i remember like back in the early days like trying really really hard just to love those movies and to be fair oh, yeah, I think the same. same monsters was a lot better than the lightning thief i don't know if anybody agrees with it that, still gave but, me stress but yeah um, i agree <laughs> yeah it's i mean again i appreciate you know the commitment to like the characters that the cast took and all of that and like there oh, were yeah. definitely um you know some things that like that, that some things that, that like, worked but some yeah. things that just didn't overall yeah you know? and I, think, I mean the biggest one i think the biggest gripe for me at least will always just be that they just picked actors who were a little bit too old to play the part and it's not the actor's fault um no i can't blame them for that i blame the script not and i blame that particular choice no absolutely yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but um but yeah i mean just you know getting to see that in the teaser was just so cool because it's it's just i i, I think after the movies we're all as fans i think really just looking forward to an an adaptation that's just done well (laughs) yeah and um i'm hoping that this is gonna be we're hoping that this is it yeah but i mean is it 2024 yet guys (laughs) is it 2024 yet oh gosh i wish it was trailer rick we need grabby oh my god like the the reaction when that drops like if it's i will not be held responsible for the person i will not be held responsible for the person i become when that trailer is out no just i know i'm just imagining like if we're at work or something and like it drops i'm in the middle of a meeting and i can't watch it i know it's not the end of the world when you can't watch it first thing but there's something you know what that feels like and i'll tell you what this feels like because i'm gonna make a reference to another show that we absolutely adore and that we lose i know we lost (laughs) our shit over because i know this happened when we were all at work and it was (laughs) insanity and i will tell you this nate Stevenson released an image of the broken sword with 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 just that that image that and basically said May fifteenth mm-hmm. final season yeah lost our shit lost our shit yeah with the work I still remember yeah this. I remember driving home from work and we were on a call like just. Yeah like going screaming. insane yeah, yeah. I, I still don't remember <laughs> this. couldn't wait i had like every stoplight i was like what are the people next to me hearing <laughs> <laughs> who cares but 
Um, yeah, I mean, it, like that was a moment, and and I have a feeling that when this trailer drops, it's gonna be like the same sort of like yeah. reaction, just of like, oh my god, they're finally bringing to life this thing that we love so much, and they're doing mm. it in a way where mm-hmm. it it doesn't feel like weird or or, or like oh for sure, dude, and and it's just gonna it's gonna be so much fun. I think when we get to that point of like being able to see the trailer in all its glory, oh, and then God. we're gonna have like that excruciating period where you have to wait between when the trailer releases and when the first episode. Can you imagine the stupid fast call that we would get into once that trailer releases? Because I am sure you and I are going to go insane when that happens. Oh, I'm sure we will. Like I mean, past experience, it's anything to go by. Yeah. I'm sure when when the show airs, when the trailer drops for all of it, we're just gonna be like screaming over something. Like, did yeah. you see what happened? Dude, did you see what happened? Did you see this? Did you let's analyze this particular moment? Like, oh my god. Yeah, I'm I'm like waiting for all like the metas and like yeah. all the comparison posts that are gonna mm. come on social media after. But I am curious though. I don't know because I mean it's still we're so like far far out from yeah, from like the series launching. Yeah. I am curious if they're planning to like dump all of season one out at once or if they're gonna oh. do like weekly episodes. Um, I don't know if there's one is better than the other, but for personal preference, if mine counts for anything, Rick, I would like all of it at once because I am impatient as hell and I cannot wait. <laughs> I can't do like the one episode a week or like I... a couple of episodes a week type thing because it's it's gonna hmm. kill me. The wait is gonna kill me. I know it's seven days and I've done it before and I've said that like every single time I've been invested in a show or something. I'm like, I can't wait. I need the next episode. <laughs> no, but... I. Let's talk about that a little bit, right? Um, Because we've seen shows on Disney Plus come in like that. But they've all been weekly releases. Up until... (laughs) So I have a feeling that this will also be weekly releases. Because up until now, their track record has been weekly releases for all of their shows. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I I would love it if we just got all of season one at once, just so mm. we could experience it all at once. But also knowing, you know, that it's not just about releasing the stuff. There's like all this marketing and PR and all this stuff yeah. that needs to go into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, like you said, if they did do weekly releases. But I think weekly releases are also good for kind of carrying like the momentum over a long period of time. Well, exactly. And the hype longer run time releasing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If you're doing like week by week releases, so I think like. It's possible that, I mean, probably more than possible that they'll do weekly releases, but I'm already kind of like preparing myself for the agony of having to like watch an episode and then just wait seven days for the next one. Oh God, especially cliffhangers. Yeah, knowing how he likes cliffhangers, like literal and figurative ones. That man, I will never forgive. I will not, I will never, 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 never forgive him for that little acknowledgement that he had in the House of Hades. Like, (laughs) I love him. Don't get me wrong. I love him for it because you and I are idiots and we live for the angst. And I understand that. But that acknowledgement was uncalled for, Rick. Come on, man. Don't don't do that. Yeah, I love it and I hate it at the same time. That's how that that that, that's just the thing right now, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I 
I like you said love it but then also just knowing that this is Rick and like knowing his track record with them mm-hmm. I'm also like kind of wary because I'm like what especially yeah. once he started talking about like putting in things in the show that didn't necessarily happen in the books I'm like exactly what could he possibly put in <laughs> I'm, oh like, I'm sure God. I'm gonna lap it up but I'm like I'm oh so yeah curious. like I want to know I want to know like is it just like background stuff like minor things like camp half blood and all of that or is it just like like world building stuff or mm. is it major things that like he just blow our minds i guess thought of but yeah couldn't put in the books for whatever reason so mm. um yeah i mean it's it'll be exciting i'm hoping that it's gonna be as like great as i think we've already made it out to be in our minds yeah i, I hope we're not like you know no i i trust expectations that i trust this yeah but I, I mean, you know, we, we've said that before and we've unfortunately had bad experiences <laughs> where we've trusted people who we've kind of like looked up to and then, you know, you get a product and it's like, this is what you guys came up with? Like, no offense, but this sucks. <laughs> can of worms, Cass, can of worms. <laughs> I but know, I know what I you're know. talking about. No, 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 I know what you're talking about. But no, I mean, Fingers yeah, crossed. I'm, I'm a lot more... Fingers crossed. Yeah. That's all I'm I'm a lot more confident in in rick riordan's ability to kind of bring his world to life than i am in some other creators and um oh for sure um (laughs) so yeah looking forward to it let's just leave it at that because we don't want to get into other kind of worms (laughs) no yeah that's all uh, that's all we have to say about that i think we've raved and rented enough and to every single one of you that takes the time out of your day to listen to us nerd out about this stuff thank you really appreciate you And we will see you with a new episode next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you. As always, our lovely theme song is Water Lily by the 126ers. The Nerdy Podcasts podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and you can follow us online at nerdy-podcasts.tumblr.com or at nerdypodcasts.wordpress.com.